people in my 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 world we're afraid to talk right we don't yeah. you know there's a lot of people that you know um uh, hold our lives in our their hands literally and we don't want to rock the boat right so i i, I yeah we hide right so well and and as you and i and all of us know uh the responses to people simply trying to live are wild right like we're we're living in a time that i i truly can't comprehend what we're seeing and like the the way the ways that people respond it's hard to open up and be out there and i i like seeing your guys's faces yes uh, thank you for coming and meeting us and sharing with us thank you so much for being here no problem so Um, i guess to start i what what do you want us to know about you or to know your story coming in who are you well i'm i'm the guy you know on twitter as the (laughs) guy right um yeah i i'm a terminal cancer patient um i i have a cancer called multiple myeloma um which is a blood cancer of the plasma cells um uh, i'm in treatment i'm in partial remission um it's it's the second most popular or most diagnosed, I guess. It's not really we don't want to be we don't want to be in that club, but it's the second most yeah. um, uh, behind leukemia. It's your it's your number two blood cancer out there. Okay. Um, a lot of people get it confused with a melanoma. It's it's mm. not right. It's it's a, a blood cancer of the plasma cells, and you know famous people like Colin Powell. He, he's he's passed away with it, and. You know the Walton founder. He was one of the big names that, that had it, and mm-hmm. and you may have heard of Tom Broca. Obviously, he has it right now. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm the real deal, I guess. And then when you talk about you know immunocompromised, I'm on chemo 21 days of the month and seven days off to recuperate to to do more chemo. You right. Know? When were you diagnosed with this? I am at about five years right now. I, I did the, I did what's called an induction therapy. Um, it's it was five months intense chemo, and they basically just kicked the crap out of you, and uh, and then you recover for a couple of months, and then I went into a stem cell transplant, and this is all after breaking or crushing six uh, vertebrae in my spine and having to learn to walk again, and and. Uh, uh, you know, hospitalized for for months and months. Um, you know, from a, a simple work accident, I I didn't even do anything. Actually, I I hopped up a stair, and, and three months later, I I was walking again because I couldn't get up again. You know, I think that 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 line makes me think of the the randomness with which people don't realize we end up in these positions. It it, it is so true, and I'm. I'm a perfect example of that. I, I was running my own company. I was doing well. I was supporting my family. I was the, I was the breadwinner. Um, my wife luckily stayed home and, and was our kids most of the time. And I went to work and, and, and did nothing. And I, I was down about ever since, you know, um, been in treatment ever since, you know, luckily I, I am one of the lucky ones that's, that's getting some, substantial remission out of this um which is great you know i'll take every year you know but a lot of people only live three to five years and i'm at five and working on six and i'm gonna try and fight for 20 that's what i always say right so 
I'll, uh, I'll break the records, you know? Absolutely. Um, so I guess before we talk about BC and yeah. how that's been, um, oh, I, I guess what, what, because I know you've been speaking more, uh, more loudly lately um, with a January, lot going on. Yeah, January since January. I made, I made that decision January 1st that I couldn't, I couldn't watch anymore. What changed? Yeah. You, you could definitely, you could just, you could see the, 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 the misleading of our leaders and, and, and it's just the, the truths were not, they were not truth. They're just straight up lying to the public of BC, and and it was obvious. And and I I I I I I felt there was nobody in my position mm -hmm. fighting for the people like myself. Like there's people like yourself, and and there's so many voices out there, but there's not all the people like myself. We're we're so afraid, and I didn't see that voice from specifically the cancer patients from the, the actual mouth. There's lots of voices fighting for us. And we're so afraid to speak out. I, I, I said, why not me? I said, I have to, I, 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 there's so many hurting people. We're, you know, it's, there's a huge amount of us and we're, we're, we, we can't be silent anymore. I just, I had no choice. It just, it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I had, it, it was just, it was devastating every time Bonnie Henry came on and, and I just, I, I, I literally, I could, I had to stop watching. Um, it, it was so heartbreaking every time I watched it. And I just, I know the decisions they're making are killing literally British Columbia every single time. And it's so scary. It it's scary and it's, it's rage inducing and it's heartbreaking. And it's, I don't think a position that many of us thought that we were going to be watching our leaders sort of put our communities in. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about how it had the, the response in British Columbia specifically has impacted your treatment and your sort of ability to function in the last two years? Well, that's a big, I know that's a big thing uh, probably to cover. Yeah, well, my family started by, you know, originally by going, and, and we're still not too dissimilar to that we're, we're in hiding. Um, I, you know, we chose, we homeschooled our children last year, um, which is incredibly challenging. Um, luckily, uh, my wife is a little, a little, a lot more brighter than I am. Who's kidding who? Um, and, and my kids are, are superstars. Um, in the sense of, of you know, coping and, and stuff like that, their, their mental health has taken a huge, huge hit. Um, but they, we're, we're a close-knit family, but it, oh my gosh, it, it was really tough. Um, and, and then we, 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 we don't see anybody, right? We were, yeah. we're locked in our house for a year. Um, we feel like we're coming out, so we chose to put our kids back in school this at the start in September, which was going great, obviously, until Omicron and the promises, you know, of of all these enhanced measures, which we knew ended up being nothing. Right? It was a, it was a, it was something that they didn't do. They they teased us. They they faked us out. I, you know, I, and and. I, 
we were at a loss. We're still at a loss today, right? We don't know what to do, right? We're we're alone. We're honestly, I don't I don't even know. Like I've said on Twitter, there are a few times I I'm at a loss. A lot of times I don't even know how how to react anymore because it it's a Russian roulette out there, right? For us, and if you know, I, I said yesterday, you know, I I, I put my kids. My, our decision now is do we put our kids back in school and have them bring home the virus to me and which has been the worry all along and they kill me right and you know i i, I die right you know i am I, I won't remember that right <laughs> but they sure will right you know i, I the kids know that i'm gonna pass on right and we've, we've been pretty open with that so but i you know I, that's not the legacy i want to leave my children you know they and there's there's literally tens of thousands or if not hundreds of thousands of, of us in bc you know and it's it's terrible right to feel so unsafe in your your own province you know i'll say that december 31st i think it was they had that press conference that last one of 2021 i think and uh i made a tweet after that like something shifted it just something happened with 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 it i don't know what it was like omicron they just saw it was going to hit fast and they just suddenly wanted to finally try what they've been itching to try or but from from then till now it's just like the terrible half measures that we had they took everything everything is gone there's no testing there's no tracing there's no you know isolation there's there's nothing it is it's astronomically scary right like my daughter my youngest daughter last week almost every one of her of her buddies was at home sick possibly omicron we don't know because they can't get any more tests um yeah. one of them the week prior did get a test because his teacher's daughter they they got in just before the complete shutdown so we know the whole group of them have it right and and i i live in a district where I don't know the exact percentage of, of vaccines, but we are probably one of the highest in the province. Yeah. We, we live in Delta and and it's huge. Like, I, I, you know, I don't even know of somebody who doesn't have double, triple vaxxed, right? We're, we're huge here. And yet every single one of those kids are, everyone is double vaxxed. And, and I go, well, what do you, what do you mean? And, and they keep telling us, you know, no, there's no COVID in school. And we would, and you guys know that we've, we live it right we have kids in school we know it's everywhere yeah. and now now we know it's really everywhere and it just you know it was one of those those around december 31st that i i did make those changes to whatever those meetings there was a lot in a row and i just i felt i had to start speaking i had to right you know we've talked good. about it on here you know mel and i that and I mean, it's terrible to say, but again, you're in that position where you're in terrible position anyway, and they're not helping you. So why wouldn't you speak out at this point? It's like they've they've left all every single person that they started saying was their goal to save behind. And, you know, Penny asking that question of Dr. Henry, what is your goal? And hearing her say those things as if she actually thinks that's been met. As if the healthcare system has not crashed, as if the vulnerable people are protected when she literally has been telling us the last three weeks that, well, you're hiding because we're going on about business. 
you meant you mentioned the healthcare there um, about failing, and I've I'm in the hospital a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in several times a month and getting blood work and getting my chemo meds, and I'm in the cancer agency, and I'm I'm a pretty um, um, vocal guy. I like to have fun. I'm I like to joke around. I've I've, I've had pretty good spirits through this whole cancer battle, and. And I get to know a lot of the the nurses, the doctors, yeah. the lab techs, and 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 not that we're going to go out for a barbecue, but I, a lot of them are my friends, right? I consider them. I would say hi to them on the streets, and we joke around, and we we used to have fun, and and it's all gone, you know. They they say, you know, oh, the, the healthcare is holding on. It's not holding on, right? I see them daily. They're 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 crying. They're 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 sad. There's there, there's the, the staffing levels are atrocious, right? And you know, as a patient, I, I could care less. There's somebody there working, that's great. Take as long as you want. I've always had that attitude. But you see them and 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 I, I see it in their eyes. The happy's gone, the 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 all of it's gone. Like I, I joke and I there, there's there's so many girls and, and guys that I I I just I see their hearts breaking in front of them and they don't even know what to do. Right. They just, it's so sad. I just, and I see it and it, it breaks my heart, you know, and, and you see the, the mistruths on the, on the TV and you're just like, well, no, that's not reality. Mm-hmm. Right. Like these are good people. These are fun people. There are all these people have families too, you know, it's so it's, it's sad. Right. I don't my heart breaks for them every single time I go in there, you know, and these are, you know, often people that are, that I, I get to know a lot are the, the front desk, you know, the people at the front of the hospital or the lab techs. Or, the admin ladies at the front, they're always the most important people to know, well, always. Well, they're, they're the best, right? And they're so funny and I try and joke with them and because they, like anybody who's in those scenarios a lot, they get literally assaulted verbally yeah. every single day. Right. They, they have, you know, people in, in stress at the front and whatever their reasons, they take it out on them. And it's it's one of the reasons I try to be so good to them. And I go, oh, no, I'm good. Whatever you say, you want me to sit there? We want to be waiting an hour because they get it's so difficult. Those girls at the front and the lab techs, you know, that are, you know, a lot of them are probably only making 20 bucks an hour. And they have all kinds of people yelling and screaming at them every day. And you're like, give them a break. Right. They're just. They're just trying to pay their bills, right? You know? Yeah, barely these days too, right? Like well, that's just right, right? We're you know, it's it's heartbreaking, right? You know. I just I see it every single day, you know, and not you know, sometimes I go in there and there isn't even staff, right? And I go get blood, give blood again, and sorry, Jeremy, we're shut down today. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if I don't get it today, I don't get chemo next week. If I don't get chemo, <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Have you noticed a change in the last few weeks in terms of hospitals and those sorts of things or with your treatments or anything? Um, I I am on a set protocol right okay. now. I Luckily, I can go to the cancer agency, pick up my chemo, and I take it home. Yeah. Um, so I'm... So I, I, I am in control of, of my stuffs, right? Which is really lucky. I'm really fortunate right now. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my numbers are climbing, so 
I probably will have to have another stem cell transplant in the, in the near future, um, whether that's six months or a year, my what are called free light chains um, right. will, tell, will tell me um, when I have to have that, um, which is, is not too long. Um, they, they've, are, we've already talked about it over the last year and a half. And we're just kind of waiting. It's kind of month by month right now until I, so that's when I'll get right back into the system. But uh, luckily I can go pick up the medications when I want. Um, and I can do the blood when suits me, which is first thing in the morning. You know, I go there because a lot of people don't know this about immunocompromised, but I, I go there in the morning because I know they've cleaned the chairs, right? They've cleaned the desks. They've done these things. These, and, I, and I can scoot in fast, scoot in out. And then because I'm, I see everybody and everybody's, everybody's a, you know, a death trap, right? <laughs> they, yeah. you know, they don't, they don't see that, you know, normal, normal people that don't have immune compromise, they don't see that I see everybody as a ticking time bomb, you know? So I get in, get out and, you know, and luckily I've been able to wear my N95 a lot um, in these scenarios, especially when the Omicron and things get worse, I, I'm better at wearing a 95 than yeah. not. Um, but now, you know, Fraser Health just said, no, nope, you can't do it anymore. So can you mine. tell me the details of that? What, what is the, what did they come out saying, Fraser Health? So Fraser Health has come out and, um, of course, this is what I've read online. Um, they've come out and said, you're not allowed to wear an N95 mask or, or any other mask. It has to be provided by them at the front. Um, and in their, in their internal memo, it says, um, you can't do this because there's no proven science that the N95 is better than the blue mask. And I'm what? Like, oh, it, 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 it's just mind boggling. They're it crazy is, people. They're, they literally I, make up whatever they want. They're Trump. They're Trump at this point. I don't even understand it. Why? It, okay. So there's no science proving this. And then they use the, well, we can't prove it's from, I'll bring in a brand new box. I'll, I'll do it right yep. at the front of the, front of the hospital. I'll show them. I'll say, listen, this is the box it came out of. You can I'll take one right from the top. I won't do it inside because obviously that's, you know, aerosol based. Well, no, that's a fact now, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I'll actually, I'll, let you, I'll do whatever I'll take. I'll, I'll take, take a course. If they want me to do a proper fitting or whatever, I'll do whatever they want. But they still say we can't which is, is mind boggling. Yep. I can't even protect myself now. So they take away the protections. And the and, data and the and data. The so you can do any sort of risk analysis. That's right. And, but yet I can't protect myself. It is, it's, it's crazy. Like I just, I don't even, like I put that out on Twitter earlier that there, there's a petition going around and I just, I don't even, I don't even understand it. Like, how can I not protect myself? Right? Like, how can they tell me, like, we know that you can, can't be refused medical treatment in Canada, right? So somebody without a mask could literally go in to the hospital and say, no, no, I need service. Yep. Right? Is, is that not what it's supposed to be, right? So, and I'm not allowed to wear my own mask. I, I, it's boggling. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. I have like four different sweet kinds of N95s too. I try them all on. Some hurt like the Dickens and some are like like a cloud on my face, right? Yeah. Some, are, some are great, right? Yeah. Um, and I've gone through all the different sizes and I have all kinds of them. My kids have all kinds. They have ones, dad, dad, I don't want to wear that one, you know? And I'm like, 
well, you got to, this, we're going to get rid of the crappy ones here, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're just running into 7-Eleven. We're this one that hurts, you know? It's, it, you're right though. It's, it's outrageous, to be honest. And it, it's outrageous when the, you know, Dr. Tam is saying that those are the masks that would be better. And, and we do have research. That's just a blatant lie from Fraser Health that there's no research to indicate that. There's plenty of research. Um, we have experts that are yelling at BC at this point from all across the world. They refuse to listen, you know, and now we're on this weird, I don't know what we're doing, to be honest. We have decided that we're going to try the thing that nobody else has been able to do and or has done successfully and we're okay with with killing a certain amount of people. And I say killing because it is, right? Like- Why would you not let anyone protect themselves? Like that makes well, no and, sense. And, and everything that they did in the last three weeks, it has ensured that hospital acquired cases are gonna go through the roof. Yeah. And many 100%. people that get hospital acquired cases would have been fine without getting that. So this whole differentiation that they're making about the hospital numbers and width versus uh, you know, in COVID and all that, it's just all bullshit. So that they and no just... more COVID wards and mixing right. people who are COVID right. positive They're, and it's not just all obfuscation all... now, right? Why would you mix COVID positive people with other people that obviously are sick and immune compromised that need treatment in a hospital? Like, why would you do that? Except yeah. to infect everyone that this like there's no other logical explanation well they and and but bc said from the start right that it's mild in kids right this this was oh. something that they very they pushed forth from the very beginning and even, even this this plan would be crazy in general but under five aren't vaccinated right and that's I, 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 those I, I, are I, the people that are being hospitalized right now those were the huge numbers in south africa in new york and in, in idaho right now in ohio right like we're seeing under fives go up because they're unvaccinated and and, and they don't care they it's it's truly I, I you know who i am i'm the guy who will pull over on the side of the road when you have a flat tire i'm the guy He'll give you a, a ride to the hospital. I'm the guy who will help. And I, I don't understand why all the province isn't, why aren't we, why don't we care, right? Nope. You know, they, they say around 300,000 of us are vulnerable. 15,000 of us are super clinically, right? But if you were to take the family into that, mm -hmm. we've got to be at a million people in British Columbia. Oh, they yeah. say, I don't care. F you, right? We, we don't care about one-fifth of your province and uh, we don't care about your feelings we don't care if your grandma your grandpa your mom your dad your daughters your your sons we don't care yep. you're, all, you're all you're all toast right but that's one-fifth of our province how, how 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 aren't we how isn't everybody screaming to the top of their lungs you know how how, how is there not more people going this is just not okay this is not okay how are our our trust our our teachers' federations, our unions, our 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 our, our, um, our nurses' unions. How are they not just at the? Where's our soul? Right. Where is our soul? Where's our soul? Where's our humanity? Who can, like, like I I can't. That's that's why I'm talking. This is why. That's why I was on CTV yesterday. That's why I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. You can't let us die. You can't let these people's family members die. We love these people. I love my neighbors. I love my town. I love my my country. Like I love it all. Like, 
I don't understand it, you know? I think that's why many of us have connected that have though is because of that right there is that is the common thread that has brought many of us together is we just do not understand this loss of humanity and this movement of I don't know basic utilitarianism of people and like that we really are back to that place of you are only worth as much as your labor and people get mad at me all the time like genuinely I have all sorts of people yell at me because I talk about eugenics and I say it's all these things and I'm like I'm not Mm -hmm. going to mince the words you're saying that people that are clinically vulnerable can die so that you can have your capacity back there's nothing different about that there's nothing yeah 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 there is no no it's obvious right that is that is the way it is you know I agree 100%. Right. If 60% of the people are saying we can kill 10% as long as we can get on with life. No, we're just going to let that happen. Like what the fuck? Yeah. It's mind boggling. I don't, I don't understand how we don't have the compassion. We just, it's not, it's not just the clinically vulnerable. Like you said, it's the, the zero to five. It's, it's the, the, you know, the the long-term care, right? Because they wane, their immunity wanes all the time first and, and all those things. And even healthcare workers, right? The, the, the more you're around COVID, the higher you're going to get that viral load. You might risk more with long COVID, all those sorts of outcomes. But when did we just not prevent these basic things? When did public health not become about saving lives? Well, this is what I try and tell my kids too. And I'm, I'm not like, I, I, I shut down the world. That's not what I believe. And we've learned so much. Yeah. We have filtration, we have fans, we have N95s, we have spacing, we have, there's so many things we can be doing to save lives, mm-hmm. right? I, I think every one of us realizes that we are in a global pandemic. We're not morons. We do realize that there will be casualties, but why so many? Why do we have to why do we have to, why, why aren't we putting in effort? I don't understand. Well, and that's it for me is that if they were doing what they could to give protection and there were casualties, we would be able to get behind that because we understand that they're doing the best they can. This isn't even close to the best they can. Well, it's nothing. It's, it's exactly. Nothing. They've it's given up. They've just like thrown their hands up in the air. They said, we're not going to try because for this 60% of the population, it really doesn't cause any sort of problem. And that's good enough for us. So we're going to keep going on. Yeah, it, I don't. Right. Small businesses is the same way, right? Like they have been smashed by the these these orders going on and off and on and off and her never actually talking to them. And now you know, only big box stores are going to be able to pay their employees when they need to take 10, 15 days off, right? Like no small business is going to be able to pay for a third of their employees to be off at one time. No, no, absolutely not. One of the, one of the things that happened in my family is, is my wife got laid off at the beginning. They made a decision at their work that it was for safety. And I was a big reason for that. She got laid off and went on the CERB and, and, and we realized that, you know, I don't, I don't work. I can't earn any money. Right. So, um, yeah. she, she chose to, and thank you. She's a, you know, a, an amazing woman. She, she, she has a, a, a job out of the home now, right. She's grooming dogs out of our home and she is, well, she's the backbone of this family. If it wasn't for her, we, we, well, we would probably be homeless, right. Well, we wouldn't, cause we do have family, but you know, we'd be, we wouldn't have a home. We'd be back at mom's or dad's or you know we but you know 
you know, now where the city granted us, they were nice enough to give us, we're in a town home to give us a business license here and we're all, all above ground and stuff. But they've said now that, well, COVID's kind of over guys. So they're, they're gonna, they're gonna kick us out basically. So now she has to, we have to maybe find a, a place to lease and the extra costs of that and the employees. And then the, the things were like, my, my, our neighbors love us right they, they have a dog we groom them right there like they they think we're the best right yeah. um, and, the, and the city's gonna say oh yeah yeah tough luck guys you know we we, we gave you a shot but that's that's you know so many of us have small businesses what i was going to get back to with your point and how are they how are they going to pay for all these uh sick days and 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 stuff when you know it's it's terrifying for you know, I, I ran a small business for all my life until, until mm -hmm. I, I was diagnosed or I'm not diagnosed, but fell. And, um, and, and I, I, you know, I can't even, I did pretty well for a lot of years and I, I couldn't, I couldn't afford paying all that, you know, I had six employees at one time. I can imagine paying that when I'm, you know, I'm living off pizza sometimes, you know, right. So. Well, and, the, and they refuse to acknowledge that either that, you know, no, nobody, nobody I know is saying that the pandemic caused all these problems, but it certainly took a lot of problems that already existed and accelerated the hell out of them, right? It took all Absolutely. these issues we already saw with uh, people that are disabled, people, you know, that aren't getting the resources that they need, terminally ill patients like yourself, like all these issues we had mm -hmm. in the healthcare system, and it just magnified them beyond repair, mm -hmm. and now they broke it even worse. Well, I don't understand what they think is going to come afterwards. Well, I, th I think I said that to you once, Crystal. I said, what's what's their end game? I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, is it just kill off 20%? Is it, what is it? Does this kill off a bunch? Of, I am it, afraid that is genuinely the answer and we just can't comprehend that. Right. Is it, is it, is it that draconian? Is it, is it that crazy? Is it that bizarre that they're just like, because if they let it go, it's just going to keep killing people. The numbers don't stop, right? We don't, there's not a threshold. While well, we, we hit our 100,000, it just keeps going. Right. right. And have... well, the, their, their guess was like, well, it'll, it'll be 50% through the population in March. It's like, we were 5% the last time you checked. That's right. That's a lot of, a lot of time to go. And with, and reinfections happening now, you know, we see BA2 or whatever is coming up and starting to spread now. Then what, right? We're in the exact same position we were in, except now the spread is just, it's out of control. They've put no measures in place to stop anything. And you're right, Stealth Omicron is the new variant that they've found. And there's like, we have no tracing. There's no sequencing. There's no All testing. All of our systems have collapsed. Yeah. If, if something like that comes in that's fast and hits hard, we're fucked. Oh, Truly, absolutely. Yeah, we've killed the mass culture here. There's no mass culture, you know. Vaccination among kids is still like fifty percent. Friends, like we are in a very, very bad position if an actual bad variant comes. I I can't even imagine. And and if you, if you not our numbers don't really count because they're non-existent, <laughs> right? But if you look at other jurisdictions, you know that. That are following, you know, real numbers, and it, 
it's terrible, right? It's like we, we can, you can't ignore it, right? And and I believe this one is actually is terrible. It might yes. not be, it might not be for, you know, a percentage like you say, but it's it's record hospitalizations, record deaths. Where and it's more every- severe than wild COVID was that we shut the world down for. Exactly. Right. And it, it, it's 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 I don't know. I don't even and and the fake. I think maybe the the big turning when we talk going back and talk about that when I turned was when they put in the fake week where they were going to put enhanced measures into the schools. For me, I think that maybe been the real turning point because I was like, okay, maybe they're gonna. And I was like, rah rah, go anything, right? And they 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 did the opposite. They they took things away, right? You know, and they, they planned for functional closures. That was like, the only thing they did that week. And is that not the most asinine thing you've ever heard of? You're going to like, okay, well, we'll just, doesn't matter. We're just going to keep going there. We'll, we'll get the, 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 the school therapist workers. We'll get the janitor helping. I, like, I don't know what, like it's, it's, it's crazy. Right. It's, yeah. it's where I sit with my girls right now and I go, well, well, what, what, I, how do I put you back? Right. They, they were said they will do something and they've done zero it's it's heartbreaking how many well, and uh, the disruption that they said that they were uh stopping by doing this certainly doesn't seem to be not disruptive given that our hospitals are shutting and schools are closing for weeks at a time right like this plan it, let's be clear they didn't want to pay for daycare again right like they didn't want to have to pay for child care again if they just recognized the fact that we needed essential care for so many children, then we had to have gotten those buildings ready, right? But they just refused to recognize that that was the purpose. And instead they went on with this for children's mental health. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna quash that every single time because some children do very well in person, some children do very well online, but also putting children in a position that they might kill their family is one of the worst things that I've ever heard somebody do, right? Like just, just, I, you know, like my, my dad had cancer when I was 11 and I was going to school during that. And, you know, lots of my worries concerned him and his safety and on all those sorts of things when you're going back and forth. And it, it overwhelms me to, it, to think if I had had to deal with that in this sort of circumstance because of the true cruelty that people have right now and just don't care about their fellow people genuinely that people, you know, say to me like well if it's your kid oh well right like it's only going to be a few and I'm like I don't understand it's hard do you volunteer your child as tribute right like because we're because this is just random you're saying that some biological characteristic about me makes me less worthy as a human being I didn't choose that you didn't choose that right we are just humans trying to do the same thing as everybody else and just be here and have our families and and to say that somehow that we don't deserve that life right that it's worth it so that they can go to the theater I don't know right like it's uh this is why I cry at night like (laughs) I just it's sad it's it's uh we are in a war against ourselves sadly it's it's true it's a hundred percent I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I've said in my tweets there, I, I, I lost, I, I don't, my heart, heart broken. I just, you know, and I have my, my daughter here listening and she doesn't, I don't let her, I don't let her see my, 
my Twitter feed. I said, no, I'll, you can you can come in today and because the raw emotions and the and the, the, the fear and the other thousands, tens of thousands of immunocompromised, the moms, the dads, like it's like you think, oh, okay, the kid died, but you know, the mom and dad died too that day. Yep. If you're child, like they're gone. You you gotta be you're an empty soul. Like if I, if I lost my child, uh, that's it, right? You're you know everybody knows that. Like you you can't you're not supposed to outlive your child. Like these all these sayings we say, but you gotta know we're we're, we're empty, right? How do these have, so you're losing? You know, when a child dies, you lose the mom, the dad, the, the daughters, the grand like. It's generational, right? Like it's not. Every loss is just it's you plop the rock in the lake right and the ripple just keeps going these things and and that's why I bring up my own losses like my dad died when I was 12 you know he battled cancer for seven months from start to finish he had a really bad brain tumor and he had about 30 days when they um, diagnosed him if he didn't have a surgery so he had surgery immediately just to give him enough time to sort of put his affairs in order essentially um but there's not a day of my life it does not impact me of course of course right and these people you know these healthcare workers that sit with these people every day mm -hmm. you know that are forced to die alone my grandma included when she died of covid it's what we're doing to people is just so cruel it is you imagine the i don't know if this is the right term but post-traumatic stress or the, the what these healthcare workers are going through like we see them every day I see them not every day but often and it's how are these guys going to be in five years six years seven years eight years like can you imagine all these these COVID ward heroes they're 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 basically an army saving us and and there's nobody out there yelling hey can you help us hey can you put in some measures it's 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 crazy. I don't they can't even get masks, right? I know. I know. Like they say, what what is it now here in BC now that I think the ER doctors or or maybe the ER staff is allowed to wear N95s. The ER and the ICU staff are the only ones that are considered the necessary for that. Everything else is droplet based protocol. Without those, it's just it's. It's why outrageous. though why just to prove a point like come on because bonnie henry wrote a book about hand washing six months into this and apparently can't fight <sighs> on her ego enough to deal with this i it's it's outrageous it's it really is like and the loss that's happening that they refuse to acknowledge right like and the defensiveness which with other people approach us because we're trying to get people's lives recognized is what makes me really just angry, right? Like I go to Dix's post every day now and I put down the numbers one by one and then just make up facts about those people because at least we can pretend that there's people in there and it's not just numbers. Like there's just so much to these people, right? Like I work with people, I'm a psychologist. I my job is to be intimate with people is to get to know people is to understand them and to know that there's that many people that we are just throwing away 
as if their lives meant nothing, as if we don't know them, as if we're going to pretend that never happened. I just, it keeps punching me in the soul. <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone, Crystal. It's it's all of us. I'm sure Melody has the, the same feelings, right? Like Well, January has just been yeah, I mean, I know why I can, I feel why it was the time that you felt the need to step forward. It's just been, it's, God, January's just hurt. It, yeah, it's, it, 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 I feel like the world I knew is absolutely gone. You know, I don't, I, there's no compassion. You know, the, we, we talked about the, the mask just then. And, and I, I, in my mind, I go, even if the masks were useless, <laughs> if, it, if it makes them feel good, who cares, right? Yeah. It can't. It can't be worse than those little blue masks. Well, there's that crystal control thing. Right? It's just make you feel better, right? Make the give them something. Make them feel like they they can make it through their shift. Make it that they're not going to infect their patients. Like, but, make them. Feel but those people don't want everybody to get back to life because that's the difference. All three of us, I would say, want to get back to life, right? We genuinely oh. just want to have a safe back to life. I'm so tired of being in my house. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'm going crazy of it. I want my son to have friends, right? And we want everybody to go back safely, but they just want to go back their way. Their way or no way. Their way or we die is what we're at. We are. That's exactly where we're at. You know, my, I, we have a, we did it today. We, we don't go out ever, right? <laughs> well, we do. Um, but our big thing is we go out for out, out coffee, out tea, right? Yeah. So one, we scoot in with our N95s and we scoot in, we get our coffee and then we find an outdoor. Now, today was really nice, but it was pretty cold, yeah. <laughs> right? And we're, but that we do that and that's our, that's our escape. That's our, our, our old days of going to the mall or, because we started isolation in March 2020, and we've been in mm -hmm. isolation since. Yeah. We that was one of our our treats. We loved going as a family, going to the movies and seeing all the Avenger movies and all that. That's kind of how we roll, and it uh, those days are gone, right? A lot of uh, a lot of people, you know, that aren't immunocompromised, like. I lived what you guys started. Like I, I was already doing that two, three years before you. Yeah. Right. I, I was wearing masks, and I, I, after I came out of my sickness, I did tons. I did tons of volunteering. Right. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll coach this. I'll help out the school. I'll be the driver. It'd be weird because I had my sanitizer in my pocket. Right. I would often wear um, driving gloves into the school. Right. Um, I'd wear masks after the games. I, instead of uh, giving high fives to the kids, I, you know, tapped them on the shoulder, right? I said, good game, good game. And, 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 and then I go, I sneak off to the corner and sanitize, you know, yeah. as, and when, you know, COVID came, it, it, it's 10 times worse because then, you know, the diseases are actually there, right? They're everywhere, you know, so a lot of people don't understand that part of it too, right? Oh, and I think, I think what, what makes me sad is like when this first happened, there was such a push and a movement to make change to these things and to, there was recognition we weren't going to be able to just go back to what we had been and that there, you know, there were issues with that and that we needed to fix some of those things. And then somewhere along the way that fatigue hit and I don't know what happened, but 
this chunk of people just went to, I want to go back to what we had no matter what. I, I, I don't have an answer. I've never understood the end game and other than just giving up, that's what it is, right? It's giving up and that's not, it's not how I've ever rolled, right? That's not, that's not my life, right? I don't, I've not taught that to my kids and I, I've never taught that to any of my, anybody I know, right? You gotta that's keep why we're thing, sitting here right? talking, right? <laughs> right. But it's such wrong, like it's such a thought error on their part to think that they're going to be okay, even if they're exposed, because it's a vascular disease. And this right. no is not a freaking common cold. It's not like a cold. This is a SARS virus. And there's like the, the common cold virus doesn't cross the blood brain barrier and enter your brain. Okay. You know what virus does that also does that the HIV virus does that. Okay, so to think that the Omicron is mild and treat it like it's just a cold when it's a vascular disease and it may present as mild symptoms. You don't know what six months down the road, what's going to do to you. Well, I also right? saw a pediatrician that uh, put up a post that essentially said, you know, to the adult doctors that are talking about this, like, we don't want them to have flu or RSV. We try to prevent that in kids. Like, we, this is not what we do. We don't encourage this. We try to stop these cases. And that came up in 2020 of when we, when we stopped all those flu deaths, essentially, in the seniors, why wouldn't we just keep doing that? Why wouldn't we use the simple measures and, and respect the dignity of their lives and stop them from becoming sick instead of going, wait, let's go back to the old way because that was easier for us. And you, and you see so many people bringing up those things like we on our, on our Twitter there, we have, there's so many doctors, so many, like I, I, it's amazing to me. I, I go doctor, 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 and I'm, I'm just a, a handyman from from Delta and I'm like, like, I'm trying to tell my story. And then there's people that yourselves that actually know the sciences too, that I read the sciences and I, and I kind of get it, but I still don't get it. Right. I don't have a PhD in studying, but I, you know, and all the stuff. So I just, I believe I, I'm a pretty common sense guy though. I can see something and go, Hey, what's going on. Right. And we have so many doctors out there yelling and screaming saying no no this is not right it's not right she, she's she's doing incorrect science it's, it's all over the place right and how how they can just ignore everybody screaming I, do, I don't i don't understand it you know i think that it's going to be harder for them now to be honest with what they've done in the last couple of weeks i think there's a lot more uh eyes on them than they're used to but they just don't, they don't care. Honestly, I think that they will let our systems implode if they have to on their way to try and do this, which is, I mean, horrifying. It really is. And it just, you know, it, it, it's, it's a reminder <laughs> that we're not exceptional here in Canada, that right, that we, everybody that's in power is not necessarily someone that's not going to abuse that power. And we've gotten so far from accountability here. Truly, we've gotten so far from these people having accountability that even when all the children were found, you know, across 2020 and into 2021 is that they, there was this push for accountability and where did it go? That's right. 
right? We just stand back and and the very the very same people that made those decisions that harmed all of the the vulnerable people are the same people making these decisions harming the same vulnerable people in more severe circumstances. Public health abandoned the vulnerable. What is the point of public health anymore? That's there is there, I don't even believe they're even doing any job anymore. They're just put up their hands. They're like washing it and saying, see you later. You know, bye-bye. Good luck with that. Like they run studies of the nice things that Vancouver Coastal Health gets to do, but nobody else gets access to. And that's what our public health does now. That's what it seems like. It certainly does, doesn't it? It's, a, it's not the world I want to live in anyways, not caring about my neighbors and, and not caring about everybody. I just, I'm a more and guy. I don't know. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm old school or something. I don't know. Maybe no, I'm, you're wonderful is what you are. And this is what we do. We find each other, us people with hearts like this, and we try and keep the world going. That's what right. we do is we find each other and we say it out loud because there's so many people that are saying the wrong things out loud right now. So we will just keep saying the right things and reminding people it's okay to have a heart. It's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to want everybody to live. That's the right thing to do. It should be, shouldn't it? It's not, it's not, it's not the world I want to live in. I want to, I want to, I want everybody to, to care, right? You know, it's my daughter right here. And I, 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 I go, man, no, this, I, I don't want to leave, leave a world of, fuck you everybody and you know tough luck on you i want her to be in a great world of of love caring you know you know that's what we all want for our kids don't we i was gonna say as a parent right like i had my son very young i was 16 he's almost 17 now so i'm 33 but i have an almost adult child which is very weird and I hear you and feel it in every sense of my being that my life is driven towards trying to make it better than I've had it for him. That's, well, that's our dream, right? We want him to have a better education, a, a better life, a better upbringing, a better everything. That's our, that's our dream, right? I think a lot of good parents anyways, you know, um, and that's, you know. BC is not living up to that right now. No, not even close, not even no. close, right? You know, I, you know, you have John Horgan there. He just came out of, of 35 treatments of uh, radiation. And I've, I've had the radiation and I know, I don't know which one he had. I think he was in Victoria. And these are the, these are the front care workers. These are the, these are the people fighting the battles. And I, you, you felt, I felt that maybe he'd see some of these people and go, oh, geez, you know, Sarah, Carol, Michelle, these yeah. guys are in here on the front lines. Maybe, maybe we're wrong, right? You know, I I felt that he'd come out of that and and say, you know what, we're doing wrong here, guys. We need to we need to help these people, right? And it it breaks my heart, right? Because I, I I've had for the most part my medical team has been outstanding, BGH and and the cancer agency. I I really I can't say enough. You know, really. They are spectacular humans, you know. Uh, my blood, my blood guys, their girls there at the. I know them so well, and and uh, brought them coffees before COVID, and and gift cards, and and because they're so they're 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 frontline workers. There's one saving my life. I guess I only have one question for you, which is what what do you hope 
to see change in the next little bit? What do you want to see us push towards? What do you want to see us do in society, even if it's our aspirational goals right now? For me, it's pretty simple. I think we as a society, we know things like social distancing works, right? Let's get back to doing that. We know the N95 is stopped. Let's promote them. Let's give them to our health workers. Let's give them to our teachers. Let's give them to our most vulnerable. And let's, you know, you know, it's sad to me when I, Canada always says, well, we, we don't say we get out loud. We always believe we're way better than the United States, right? We believe that we're, they're actually going to give out N95s to like the whole country. And yet and we can't even. And tests. So you can get rapid tests mailed to your, your home every month for every month. Like, yeah. They're lapping on Canadian public health care right now. Lapping us. It's thought we were better, right? We do. We do. We believe that, right? Or I do. I'm like, oh, but we're safe. We have better gun laws, blah, blah, blah. There's, there's, there's lots of reasons to believe we're better. But obviously, we're not in this scenario, right? You, and I, we, we're just uh, as selfish, right? Uh, have, we're just as selfish. Yeah, we are. Um, I, you know, I can't, you know, I can't get a... a a test kit you brought up the test kit melody um but i had i had i had family in alberta family saw right i'm lucky not to have somebody in alberta that sent me a little pack of five right last week my daughter had a little cough like well let's check it out right right because she can't really get a test so we're like oh okay that's, yeah it, oh, that's just can't. bonkers like, that's bonkers that's bonkers that's bonkers i know and i know other people who their family have like sent them tests in the mail just so they can get tested. It's just, that's, that was, it's insane. That's what, what are we, what is BC? Like, what are we living in? Like, why are they not letting anyone access tests? Mind boggling. It's, it's unbelievable, but, but we know vaccines, let's get them out to the vaccines. Why always, why are you always hesitating? Why always waiting? Why always waiting six, seven, eight months? Why? Why not listening to the actual manufacturers maybe, or, you know, and we all know they make a little more money, that's fine, but but who cares? Like, let's get them into the people, they're saving people's lives. Let's give them to the, the people that need them. Let's get, you know, filtration in there. The air well, they refused to do it school. all, right? Like they failed testing, they failed vaccine, they failed masking, they failed ventilation. They took everything they could fail and they did it all. That's right, and, 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 and just, just, and, I think a lot of people, you know, they're like, oh, what do you expect? We're going to shut down the road. No, we expect you to start work. Start work today. Let's get going. Let's, you know, a month from now, two weeks, we're going to get better. We'll get better every day, right? Six months from now, maybe we'll, we'll have a, a system in place that we're, that we're actually saying half a dozen lives a day, maybe, or, or you know, six, seven. These, these, are, these are our families and our communities. We can, there's ways to, lower the, the the death toll the sickness toll the the hurt the hurt everywhere right there's, there's so simple ways you know there's, there's so many ways we can just do it and we don't have to shut down the world you know we don't have to do that well and almost everybody though. is saying that we want to shut down anything it's just the fact that places like long-term care and hospitals and schools shouldn't have to beg for basic precaution measures when they call no. them essential it's common sense and obviously we're not we're, you know they say it we're, we're lacking a lot of it here here right now like i don't it doesn't make sense right i have lots of friends that are teachers especially through the years i was coaching and 
And they're just like, I, I can't even believe it. They, you know, they're not allowed to wear, like myself, no N95s. No, I can't even bring in my own air filter. They can't even go out of pocket to, to, to protect themselves. Like, it's, it's asinine. It's crazy. Like, how can people not be allowed to protect themselves? Yeah. That's, they do the basic things. Start today. Build, build, build. And, and, and I know I'm not even going to get into the whole, you know, we should have started this a year ago, two years ago. That's fine. We didn't. Let's start today, right? Let's go. Let's start. Let's start saving lives. You yeah, know, we, of going and they yet, say, they tell us it's not going anywhere. So let's do it today, right? Let's, let's go. Let's go. I'll go put it an hour. I'll start building these filtration boxes. I'll start helping people. There's got to be good people out there in the community that would do that right beside me. Like there's good people. I know. I see them. I is. talk to them daily. I, I, I thank my neighbors, right? There is. Like we make a call out to society. Like, Say, hey guys, we need help, right? We can't just do nothing, right? We can't. That's not. That's not the option. It's not an not an option. That's an option of death. Is doing nothing. It's just killing our neighbors, right? That's that's what I want. I want to start, right? We didn't. Let's go today. That's where I'm at, Crystal. I you think know? that's a great goal, and I think that we will keep pushing for that because there is no other option for us. Right? right. This is our community. You know, you are our community and you deserve more. And so do you, and so do we all, right? You know, it's all of us. It's not just the immunocrom rise. We we have extended families, right? It's it's the whole province. It's not just the singularly numbers they call out daily. It's not those 13 deaths yesterday or whatever it was, or 15 today. And 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 it's not just that. It is so much more, right? You know, and I don't even have, I don't even have COVID loss in my life. I have lots of friends and, 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 and my daughter's friends and that, that have had COVID and, and we're fortunate enough not to have that loss, but it's obviously just a matter of time, right? You know, you know, Crystal, I, I, I feel like I know you now. I know you have loss and. Yeah. And I don't and think that any of us will get unscathed at this point, um, regardless of whether we've had direct loss or not, just because of how badly we've been failed. That's right. So, I wanna thank you again for coming on here and using your voice to tell us your story. Um, I really do appreciate it and that you spend the limited time you have willing to talk to me. Well, I I appreciate having, I'm, and I, I feel really comfortable because I feel you guys are, are I don't know, kindred spirits, yes, and, and still fighting for the right, what we believe is the right thing for us, for our, 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 our province, right? Like what we are, Jeremy, is friends. That's right. That's right. And we will keep fighting for each other, okay? Yeah, let's do that. Let's, uh, let's keep pushing and I'll scream and yell and tell mice that everywhere I can, everywhere I can. <laughs>